Hey, Scandal fans, I cannot contain my excitement because tonight we have an extremely special guest with us. Stay tuned right now. We're going to be breaking down this episode of Scandal with our special guest right after this. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. It's alright. This is a feel good song. I know, right? Alright, lights, yes. <laughs> it should be but, saying here comes the ending, because I know it's so sad. <laughs> so sad. Jake wanted that sun. Oh. This is the only sun he's gonna get in this song. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Thanks so much for tuning in this week to our Scandal After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. You guys know me. I'm your host, Christine, and I'm joined, as always, by my amazing panel, Tessa, Paris, and Jessica. Hey! Hey, guys! But we have a special treat for you tonight because we've got the big man on campus, the guy in the house with us. You know him. You love him. I see some facial expressions. Um, Please help me welcome a big, 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 big hello to our very special guest, Tony Goldwyn. Woo! (laughs) Mr. President! You can welcome. Hi, guys. (laughs) Are we on? We are. are. We're on. There we go. We're live and direct. Hi. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So sorry you're in my kitchen. <laughs> cool. We're getting nice and intimate. Yes. I love it. Yes. Well, Scandal is ending. It's seven seasons. Such a great run. I mean, how, how do you feel if you can put it into a couple words for us? Wow. Um, well, grateful, number one. Um, and, uh, yeah, sad. Ma- mainly to be... Um, you know, it's been such an incredible relationship with all of you guys, and of course with our, you know, my my scandal fam, as we call them. Yes. The, the cast is just so incredible, and Shonda and our writers. Just that we've really over seven years. You know, you really become tight. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's been. Um, it's like I always say, it's been like graduating high school. You know. Mm. Uh, so hopefully we'll all we'll all keep hanging. But uh, yeah, our last our last. Uh, Filming the last scene a couple of weeks ago was was a it was a pretty emotional experience. Was yeah. it? Yeah, I saw in a couple of interviews that you all were there for the scene. Even people who weren't in that final scene, you guys all came to set and had that moment together. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we we uh, I, I was sorry, my dog is, is walking around. Um, uh, <laughs> we um, a bunch of us went out. Yeah, because we weren't in the scene. We went out to dinner and had too much to drink and then crashed the set around midnight <laughs> and uh, made it very difficult for them to keep filming. But there were about a hundred, over a hundred people packed into this little oh my God. room. And what is, um, when, when we film, uh, at, uh, now it's QPA, you know, Quinn's office. At right. what was open. Uh, when they're in the conference room, we all put the, the video monitors and everything in, in Quinn's office mm. in her old mm-hmm. office. So that, so we were all packed in this little room. Uh, watching the 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 end of Scandal and Shonda was there and uh, everyone it was great it was really it was very fun to be together for that who was in that last scene it was uh, Katie and well, I guess I shouldn't even tell you that. <laughs> oh no no I guess I can't because it wasn't the last scene of the show right. Oh, right. 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 Yeah, I was trying to get you film, you know we film out of order 
So it was, yeah, it was a conference room scene at QPA, and it was uh, Quinn and um, I don't think it's a big spoiler, Olivia and Huck and Abby and, and the crew and, uh, you know, um, doing their thing uh, in the conference room. So, and that there were, I forget who all was in there, but it was, it was, uh, I, I'm forgetting because if I remember, uh, Shonda will show up at my house and strike me down. <laughs> we don't want to get you into hell. hell. Yeah, no. <laughs> So you have had quite the career, quite the impact on this show. I mean, being the lead character and having to go through all the emotional trends that Fitz had to deal with. And so what I want to know is personally, as an actor, how have you evolved over the years as playing Fitz? Um, Yeah, that's a cool question, because the thing that's most, you know, I've never done a television series before. I'd either worked in movies or in theater or I'd done a couple of things where I played a, a character that was on a show for four episodes or something like that, you know? So, right. um, so scandal was my first time going for it and saying, okay, I'll commit to this for six years is what you initially signed up for. <laughs> and, and that's a big commitment. So, um, but what I really loved about it is you never know where the character's going and particularly the way Shonda works. Mm. We never know anything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, when you do a movie or you do a play, you, you understand what the beginning and the middle and the end are for that character. So you can kind of plan out the whole thing. But you can't do that on a television series, especially not ours. So it kind of really shifted my approach to acting mm-hmm. um, where I, I didn't, you know, I couldn't insist on, on that. So I couldn't, there were a lot of decisions I couldn't make. And I realized that's how life actually is. You know, we have, we think we can control things. We think we know what's, you know, what's going to happen to us. And of course we don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really interesting. All right. So we're still talking with the amazing Tony Goldwyn. Um, I want to just switch gears a little bit and talk to you about directing. Um, if my research serves me correctly, you've directed nine episodes to date. And I just want to know, are you going to correct me on that? I, I don't know. You, you know don't know? <laughs> All right. It looked like you were going to say something. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, no. I just want to know what you enjoy most about being in the director's chair versus acting in these scenes and what kind of challenges you might have faced doing both. Um, the best thing about directing for me on Scandal really is getting to work with everyone like in a different way. Right. Um, it's just it's so much fun. You know, I been a director for about 20 years and um to do it under these circumstances where i'm working with people that i'm so close to and i get to act with them all the time and then to be able to just change up the relationship and uh do you know work with them in a different way and also to do stuff with people that i don't get to work with a lot Mm. as an actor i mean like you know guillermo and i almost never have scenes together and um Uh, or, you know, or Quinn or those people. So uh, to get to work with them intensively as a director, uh, I it just, I feel really lucky. So that's just, it's really fun. Wow. How is it directing yourself, though? Like when you're yeah. in the scene that you're directing? Yeah, that's a weird <laughs> challenge. You know, um, I've done it a few times. I've, I've only done it in television. I've never done it in a, in a movie. But I did it first on um, the show The L Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. years ago which was one of the first things I ever directed and then Dexter I did it and then um, on Scandal obviously a lot and it's um, it's cool it's it's an interesting challenge you know it's, I mean I find as an actor I tend to do my best work when I have 
an outside eye, a director to help help me be better. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, not having that forces you to trust your instincts, and um, and that's a that's a really good thing. You know, you have to think. All right, did I do what I wanted to do? And um, uh, so so it's a it's a fun challenge. The, the weird thing, the very first episode of Scandal that I directed, uh, I had a really intense love scene with Carrie. So that was <laughs> really bizarre thing to do. How does that even work? Tony, do it this way. (laughs) Okay, so here's what we're going to do here. He's like, "Mm -hmm, really? (laughs) (laughs) That's so so funny. um, Yeah, I remember that was very funny. It was a very important love scene for Fitz and Olivia. It was when, um, if you remember, I think it was in season two, and Fitz and Olivia had been really at odds, as they often are. And it was the Mm -hmm. one where um, Melly is about to expose the fact that we've had an affair and she's threatening to go on to, uh, you know, she's living outside the White House mm-hmm. and she's threatening to go on TV and expose us. And I finally said, okay, fine. And I and I told Olivia we were going to sit and wait for Melly to go public with our affair. And I Ooh, put the clock I on the table and I say, you know, I'm going to earn you now. And, uh, and I put the clock on the table and, you know, the countdown happened. And then we had this kind of torrid love scene. Uh, so it was, it was a very important one. Mm-hmm. And um, it was sort of all over her apartment. And when I read the script, I was like, wow, that's, that's a serious sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> TV, you know. So I, one of the things you do when you're directing television is you want to sit with the creator, Shonda, and kind of talk through the script. It's, one, it's called a tone meeting. And before mm-hmm. you start shooting, you kind of sit down and talk through. And she tells you if there's specific things she's concerned about and wants you to know. And you can kind of talk her through, you know, what you're, how you're imagining to do things so everyone's on the same page. So... I wanted very much to let her know what I was thinking stylistically for this scene. So I, um, I, I, I say, Sean, I, I need to, I need to tell you what I'm thinking because this is such an important scene and I'm kind of get up in her office and I'm, I'm sort of, um, describing each individual, you know, piece of this sex <laughs> getting really animated. And the other writer in the room was I hear McGee, who is fabulous and a great writer. And, and he'd also written the episode. So it was he and Shonda were there. And as I'm describing this, you know, then we're going to be here and then we're going to go to the dining room. And then I'm thinking the camera's going to move. And then we're going to, I'm going to pick her up and slam her against the wall in the hallway. And we'll make our way, you know, we're kissing and and Shonda and Zaheer are sinking further and further down. <laughs> I'm describing this. And finally, she's like, stop. You have to stop. I can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just too embarrassed. I, I trust you. Whatever you're going to do, I just can't listen to Oh, my God. completely <laughs> embarrassed. I was like, you wrote it. I mean. Right. Uh, yeah, so I've always teased her about that ever since. It was really funny. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Goodness. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, what's it, I mean, you talk a lot about working with Shonda. What was it like having her on set and just yes. working with her in general over these last few seasons? Because we, we feel her influence in every single episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. She's, her influence is total, but she's almost never on set. She doesn't, she's not comfortable on set. She doesn't really feel, you know, a couple of times early on in the first couple of years, if there was a scene that meant a lot to her, she would come and watch her rehearsal. But her attitude really very much is, uh, she wants to write it and be very in charge of the writing mm-hmm. and then hand it off to the actors and the directors to do it and then let them surprise her when she gets into the cutting room. And hopefully they're good surprises and not mm-hmm. bad surprises, but 
because then she tends to rewrite in a sense in the cutting room because mm-hmm. she'll re-edit a show and want to film new scenes and reorder things and cut things down and um, so she kind of really hands it off to us. Um, um, so she is, you know, ever present in our minds, but she mm-hmm. rarely hangs out on set or is on, on set to sort of comment on what's actually happening in front of the camera. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. nice that you get that creative control. Mm-hmm. It is. That's it, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to believe that there's one episode left. Like, we literally cannot swallow that. There's one episode. We just watched the oh, second right. one tonight. There's one. It's crazy. Right. It is. So, Tony, what can you tell us? What can you tell us about this final episode? What should we be expecting? Are we going to uh, cry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you will. Oh, um, I think I will, too. It's really well done. It's really satisfying. You know, wrapping up, finishing a show is incredibly difficult. And yeah. um, uh, I frankly thought the episode tonight, when I read that script, I thought, wow, that was such a good script. It was. Uh, you know, the finale is going to have a hard time topping it. Uh, and I didn't, I sort of didn't expect that she would because I thought you know it's really hard to finish a series how do you take mm-hmm. all of this storytelling and wrap it up in a way that's really satisfying for the audience but isn't too sentimental and isn't like you know obligatory and mm-hmm. all the different ways it pays off and um, it it is it really uh, is both um, satisfying and frustrating and emotional uh, in all the right ways and she somehow manages to pull it off so I think People are going to really dig it. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I know I did. And, and I, I, do, I don't obviously want to tell you anything about it, um, except we, we finally went to Washington and filmed in Washington, D.C. <laughs> the first time. Never been to D.C. except for special effects shots. Yeah. Um, we all went to D.C. and filmed for a few days, which was just like a big party and really fun. Perfect so you'll be seeing some it. of that posted online. I think people have already been posting uh, pictures and stuff from, from D.C., so we'll be doing more of that. That's fun. How will you guys cool. watch it? Since we're talking about the last episode, how will you watch it? Is it going to be a big party? Or are you going to have yeah. wine and popcorn? What's yeah, happening? we're all going to do our final live tweet together. Okay. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to be... Um, I don't think I'm spoiling anything to say. We're all going to be on Jimmy Kimmel that night. Okay. Fun. And yes. um, we're going to do a whole bunch of fun stuff uh, on next Thursday. And then um, we're going to end up in a room together, tweeting and drinking. Yes. <laughs> Sounds great. That's how you go out. That's how <laughs> we're going to go drinking. out. <laughs> we will be tweeting and drinking with you. Mm-hmm. Tony, if you want us to come join you, we'd be more than happy sure. to. I mean, yeah, we're, we're in L.A. <laughs> so I just want to let you in on a little note. So our panel is split um, down the middle. Team Olitz versus Team Jake. Um, o Lake, O Lake, O Lake. Mm-hmm. Lake. Yeah. Get it right. Um, and I just, I just want to ask you. Um, you know, at one point the show was very much centered around this love triangle between you, Jake, and Liv, and it's so yeah. interesting to see the way that has played out. Now, um, the last few episodes have been giving us all the feels that Olitz will be the end, um, and Jake has turned into an adversary somehow. It's just so weird yeah, how his. Right? These character arcs have come out. So I just want to know your, your thoughts on that and how that's played out. Well, you know, I, I, I think it's pretty skillful how, how uh, our writers have done it. Because I think you could only sustain that triangle for so long before mm-hmm. it just became repetitive and not very satisfying or interesting. So I think that, you know, uh, 
the thrust of this season really has been um, Fitz determined to, uh, you know, help bring Olivia back from the darkness that is her father uh, yeah. and to keep her from falling into the, the abyss. Um, and the fact that Jake had, you know, so I don't know that it could have been constantly who, who's she going to pick, you know, that mm-hmm. Shonda made a decision about that. Yeah. Right. Um, which allowed her to explore a lot of other things about Olivia's character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't ultimately, I think this is right. The show's not about Olivia and Fitz. It's not about what man is she going to end up with. That is, mm-hmm. I think, super important to Shonda and mm-hmm. to all of us and to Carrie, you know, that it not be reduced to that, mm-hmm. that it really is about Olivia um, and who she's going to be uh, as a human being, you know, moving forward and, and where her soul is going to go um, and, and how she deals with having, you know, the end of last season, her, you know, she, Cyrus says to her in the finale, which I directed actually, you know, Cyrus said, what does it feel like to be the most powerful person in the world? And she says, right, it feels right, which I thought was such a genius line. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that really becomes the theme for season seven of like what happens to a person when they become the most powerful person in the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? So it's not really about us. Um, right. Fitz serves the purpose of of having kind of um, made a choice for himself to step out of the darkness and try and atone for all of his many sins. Uh, and to try and help Olivia save herself from what, you know, for, from the, the um, you know, that all corrupting force of power. Mm-hmm. So th- anyway, so yeah, so by definition, this season, it couldn't be about that love triangle anymore. I think it would have just been too lightweight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It may be hard, yeah. but out of all of the seven seasons, do you have a favorite episode or favorite scene that you shot? Um. Gosh, there's so many great ones. Uh, yeah. I really loved. Um, uh, wow. Favorite episode. One of my favorite episodes would have. I got out a few. Um, the 752 one, the one that was all about Ooh. Huck's backstory, I thought was really. Oh brilliant. yeah, that one was very creepy. Yes. Uh-huh. Very... The lawn chair episode, I thought was incredible. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. The ones that that I did. Um, uh, I thought our season finale last year was really, had a lot of really great stuff in it with Melly's inauguration mm-hmm. and, and all that was really mm-hmm. fun. But for me personally, uh, I love that the scene, the, the, the show that Ava DuVernay directed where Fitz and brings Olivia to Vermont and they kind of have it out and you finally, <laughs> a little intervention. finally you know, yes. she throws her into his arms and that I thought was a great expression of what that relationship was at its best, even though it lasted about five seconds. <laughs> you know, uh, that was really, I love doing that. That was great. Wow. So it's hard to pick. So much. There are. I, you picked so many great ones. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite is definitely The Trail. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That goes that down in scandal history. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that was the first episode that Tom Verica directed for us. And we were like, that dude has got to stick around. He, <laughs> he was so brilliant and became... A major member of our scandal family. Mm-hmm. Cool, amazing. Yeah. Um, well, do you have any other projects coming up after Scandal that you want to yeah, talk about? Yeah, what I'm doing. Yes. Um, I, I'm uh, I'm sort of taking a break from acting for a minute. Uh, okay. I decided not to jump onto another series right away. Um, you know, it's doing one job is like the longest steady job I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it, it limits you from doing other things. So, um, you know, uh, 
I, I would love to do another television series, but I'm going to wait. And uh, so I'm focusing right now on um, projects that I'm producing and, and maybe going to direct too. and some television yes. series that we're developing. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'll let everybody know in the next year what's what's going on. But right now it's all kind of in the gestation phase. Yeah, that's understandable. You deserve a mm-hmm. vacation, too. <laughs> yes. And a remedy for our scandal hangover. You <laughs> right. could just whip something up. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What will we do? I know. It's hard to imagine doing something else at 9 or 10 o'clock every Thursday night. Yeah. It's become right. such a staple. And you guys invented live tweeting, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know, really think about fun. it. It's, we just have the best time. That's going to be hard to give up. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll just go and tweet about other shows. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're forced to. I know. Well, what other, now you mentioned other shows, what other shows are you a fan of, like in the ABC world or just what you're watching right now? Um, I really like How to Get Away with Murder. I just started watching For the People, which I think is really terrific. Yes, yes it is. Um, I'm obsessed with uh, Sh- The Shy. I Showtime. love The Shy. So good. And Smilf on Showtime also. Oh, okay. I have to check that out. Incredible. Um, Atlanta, I love. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, um, I love. What else do I love? Insecure. Yes, all okay. good ones. Uh, <laughs> catastrophe. Great. Do you watch Catastrophe? That's, is that on Hulu? No, that's Yeah, Hulu. It's so good. Right, so okay. Hilarious. Um, what else do I love? I'm still a fan of Homeland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I stay caught up with that. Uh, gosh, what other? I'm trying to think what other network shows I watch. Um, uh, this is us. Oh I really like. Well, I yes. haven't quite kept up with it, but I think it's really terrific. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, that was good. So, <laughs> yeah, that was hot. So much to watch. There um, is. There's some British shows that are incredible, like Happy Valley and The Fall, which is I think maybe done now. But um, there's so many good, good shows on. Yeah. Lastly, I just want to ask, what do you uh, hope that the Scandal fans will take away from the show, its legacy? Um, what do you want us to walk away from Scandal feeling and thinking and experiencing um, after these seven seasons? Well, mostly I hope people just had a really good time um, and, uh, uh, you know, felt invested in, in, in all of us and feel really, you know, satisfied, as satisfied as we do in terms of having been on this long kind of novelistic sort of, you know, story, story ride that we've been on. <clears throat> in terms of... Um, the other takeaway, I think, you know, I hope people feel the way I do about what Shonda Rhimes has done for network television. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to have a show that in such an entertaining, kind of mainstream, fun way mm-hmm. has uh, shifted our perspective on, on our culture uh, by, you know, um, having, uh, you know, the Republican chief of staff, you know, to the president <laughs> happen to be married to a man. You know, uh, the, um, true, yeah. or have an interracial relationship at the center of a show without even mentioning it for right. a, a, you know a season and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you, she decided to talk about race, she really talked about race in a very unflinching way. Yes, you know, yeah. I, you know, Shonda sort of made things normal that maybe seven years ago were um, surprising or, or or not terribly normal. And now right. having African American lead of a drama. Um, is is normal is yeah. is is now the, you know pretty pretty standard um, procedure. Whereas you know, when we started, it was like, oh my god, is that going to work? You know, it's been forty years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, and 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 the the portrayal of women in general as being taking it for granted that women 
you know, um, belong in positions of power and authority uh, without exception. Uh, and um, that that is, uh, I think, I, you know, I really hope that, I know that it's had that impact on our on our culture. So I, I, I hope that our gladiators feel proud that they've been a part of that and have been yeah. a big influencer in that way. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have existed. You know, really it was with this live tweeting that we did from our very first episode was how we caught a wave with this show. It really was a grassroots hit mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, on Twitter before the network even realized and advertisers realized what they had. I don't know that they were sure we were going to work or not. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you guys blew up. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah, and it blew up. But really, thanks to our fans. You know, people really in our second season, journalists started writing about what was happening on Twitter. Right. And, <laughs> um, and then the network was like, oh, man, we got a tiger by the tail here. And then they started really promoting it. Wow. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Seven seasons later, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll still be talking about it on Thursdays. Hashtag bring back scandal. Hashtag what do we do now? I'm sure we're going to It's already yeah. starting. Maybe a nice little scandal two-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come back. Come on. Imagine. Oh, my God. I don't know if my Wish heart can take thinking. that. Yeah, cool. no, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll be on the edge of our seats until next week. Um, until then, thank you so much for calling in and chatting with us. The Our fans in the live chat love you. They say hello. They're going crazy. They're all thanking you so much. You guys, you guys have been, I know, such avid fans and supporters from the beginning. So we, we love you a lot for that. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Well, enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks for chatting with us. Okay, nice. guys. Take care. Bye. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> oh my God, guys! So wow, how amazing! That was that was. So good. now, how do we digest this episode? I know. I mean, wow. if if you know, Tony said a lot of good things in the sense that is really just wrapping it up a lot. Mm -hmm. There were so many scenes this episode that gave you that feeling like, okay, you got to say your goodbyes now. Right. I got teary-eyed more than <laughs> once. Mm -hmm. So, and so many just like conclusions or more so reflections happen right. throughout this episode in particular. You have Olivia that had that montage in her head as she was really in my opinion being in battle with being Olivia. Like this is where Olivia Pope meets Olivia Pope. Yes. And it all kind of hit her in a rush. Yes. And that was breathtaking to me. Mm -hmm. I had the chills. It was breathtaking. I was tearing up, honestly. <laughs> yes. Watching her, I mean, also I watching her cry. Yeah. 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 It was beautiful. I didn't realize how powerful she really was, you know, until that montage. I mean, I've known, mm -hmm. but, you know, seeing her gripple with the ugly sides of power and, and then the noble sides of it all in one was just, it was a lot. And it's, having that, that person in your head, her mm -hmm. dad... Just saying, you know, you have to be better. You have to be stronger. You have to be smarter. You have to, you have to. You're failing. You're failing. You have to, you have You know, it was like, it, it was insanity. And she literally went insane. Literally went insane. It kind of makes sense to why she went insane, though. Seeing all that she's been through, her kidnapping scenes, all of that coming back, I was like, yeah. She should have gone insane way longer, like a long time <laughs> mm -hmm. ago, because... She's been through so much. I mean, just having two crazy parents, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> my goodness. Um, how do you guys feel about the the decision that was made in this episode to expose B613 and to go that route in terms of clearing Melly's name and exposing the truth and really stepping into the sun? 
I think it really feeds into what we've been hearing about the finale that we're going to end so satisfied. Mm -hmm. And I think it was one of those things that we still haven't touched on yet as far as darkness goes. Mm -hmm. So I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh yeah, they kind of needed to resolve this because they always talk about trying to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. You're so right. I never thought about B613 at all as Mm -hmm. how it's going to end, but it's been a huge part of Scandal, so it's, I'm glad that they actually brought it back and they're showing that they're going to dismantle it because that was like the head of the darkness Mm -hmm. and it it was created to to serve the republic and to save it at all costs and it's the one thing that's being jeopardized right now and it's at stake so i guess it does make sense for it to come full circle and and be the thing that makes or breaks how this plays out yeah and it just being literally her last resort I mean, she was, you know, being faced with a subpoena, having to testify in front of the special counsel. And, you know, she couldn't admit to, you know, what she had done Mm -hmm. or threw Melly under the bus and just let Jake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just, oof. I'm just so over Jake. Can't let Jake and Cyrus get away with this insanity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just think that it was very smart. My mouth was open because literally it's it's a big, you're jeopardizing so much. It's political suicide. It's mm-hmm. social su- suicide in the court of public opinion. And literally they have to perhaps go to jail. And you said it. You said that it was going to come down to it being Olivia that threw herself on the sword. And that's I what did. you were afraid of. Did. You yes. did. I did. <laughs> I, I mean, just the imagery of the final season, her sitting alone on the bench, that's just been ingrained in my mind yeah. all season of her having to take the fall in some way or another. And I, I feel like that montage was kind of alluding to that too. Like mm-hmm. she's been the one who's handled everything and she's going to have to handle it this way. Um, but I do want to also talk about uh, that scene between Papa Pope and Jake because mm-hmm. I felt like there was a lot of foreshadowing there um, mm-hmm. about the way this will end because yeah. Jake is, is being set up as the biggest threat here. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Lonnie Menken and Cyrus are very much aware of the fact that, what do they say, he's uh, a ghost, you know, that he he kind of just floats. He's that X factor. They don't know what he's going to do. Right. And I was wondering how Papa Pope would weave his way back into this finale. Mm-hmm. And this is my hot take prediction. I feel like he's going to be the one to stop Jake somehow. Because he couldn't even shoot him. He, You know, I feel like that standoff between them meant something more than just that conversation to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I think Papa Pope's monologue was just Jake in a nutshell. I almost felt bad for him. Because he is needing some daddy, you know? He really needs him to say, yes, you did a good job, son. And even Jake admits that mm-hmm. himself that he's messed up in the head. And so I always kind of have a weak spot for those who kind of, who have struggled throughout life and needed some type of parent or master or something. So kind of felt for him. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. He's kind of always done his own thing anyways. Mm-hmm. He's never really tried to have a family. He tried with Liv. He tried with Liv. Yeah, but what did you guys think about that whole scene when he gave her the sand? Do you think it was genuine? 
I do. And this is like that scene. I was like, oh, like this, that scene revealed why he did everything. He is sour. Mm-hmm. He is butthurt. Yes. He is emotionally damaged. And just the fact that he went there and was like, you could have been in the sun. You could have been alive and safe and not being yeah. prosecuted, but you didn't choose me. You chose mm-hmm. him. And because of that, I am coming to get you. Mm-hmm. Like it revealed his motives. So I felt that it was genuine, but not in a place where he cared, but in a place of ha ha ha. You know, you should have chose me. And I think it was a test also. Because he handed her that and she was like, no, thank you. He was like, that's what I thought. I feel like that was the final straw. And if Olivia would have said, okay, and showed some compassion, he would have perhaps retracted Mm -hmm. everything that he was doing. Because he said, if you starve a bone, I mean, if you starve a dog. (laughs) Yes. What did he say? Oh, I wrote that down. If you starve a dog, no, I got it, got it. If you starve a dog long enough, it will tear you to pieces. Yes, yes. And she did, mistreating him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. She pretty Ooh. much did use and abuse him. I thought, mm-hmm. I was like, Jake, I did think her feelings for him were real, but when it comes when it comes down to it, it really wasn't. She was He was just there for the moment, so. That was actually what I wrote down as my Shady Boots moment, something from that conversation. She says, Jake, I know you. And he goes, no, you only tolerated me. Like, yes. they're, you know... I forgot who was talking about just how their connection was more like cat and mouse chase. It's very like devious. Mm-hmm. It's very transactional mm-hmm. things that they wanted from each other. Um, whereas Fitz was that romantic Mr. Big kind of element. Mm-hmm. But but then, you know, it's it's true. I mean, Jake was always someone who could give her something or like there was always a give and take yeah. there, I guess. Yeah. So that it's just sad. stung really hard when yeah. he said that. And I love when Rowan, it, it was just so crazy to me because he he's always said, you can't take command, you can't take command. But it was like this w- weird full circle because he goes, you can't take command because it's in my bones. And that moment I was like, first off, that's the reason. And number two, these damn bones. <laughs> <laughs> you and the bones. These bones, they have a purpose. That's so funny. They came back around to have yeah, a purpose. That's true. Bones. <laughs> That has to be like a sick joke somewhere in the writer's room. Like the fact right. that he's been bones. obsessed with bones and that was his job from day one. Like, what is that? Can, can anyone tell me, please? So, y'all know that Jake is spying on you. He's in the Oval Office. He's on the balcony. Like, who knew that there was footage there? Why are you all conversing in the Oval Office about your plan against Jake? I but they were that. acknowledging that he was there. But still, they were still strategizing. They were still yeah. throwing out options. And I'm like, why is this your meeting place? Like, please, just go rent a room. Go <laughs> to QPA, OPA, go anywhere. But they were still talking about Jake and their plan to overcome the subpoena in X, Y, and Z. They confronted That's about revealing B613 in the Oval. So I was like... I guess, yeah. I thought because they were trying to deceive him. I was like, oh, they're going to make up a fake nice. plan. But then I'm like, no, they're really strategizing. I knew it was real because when Liv said, you know, we're already behind. And mm-hmm. that to me was very telling to him, like, okay, he sees that now too. And he's, you know, he's in on the fact that you guys are so far behind. Yeah. Yeah. The whole episode, I was like, get out of the oval. He's watching you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a couple minutes left. Do you ladies want to throw out your shady boots moments? Yeah, let's, let's get do that it. in. Yeah. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. <laughs> mm. 
I didn't have a great one, but I had a favorite line. Does that, that count? Yeah. It was when Abby was trying to essentially act as Olivia and Quinn called her out and said, <laughs> sounds so much better when Liv says it. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, was that was really good. That was um, good. Mine was also in the QPA office. It was Sally, though. To QPA, and she's like, I heard that there's people who still worked here, but I'm not sure I believed it. <laughs> I just really love because I'm like, yeah, what have they been doing as QPA? So that's true. I like that. And piggybacking almost. I mean, first of all, can we just say Sally? Yes, yes. Sally! Sally! <laughs> Liberty is back! The throwback baby like, scandal. Yes, yes. yes. bring her home. Bring her home. But her line is also my shady boots, but it's when she said to Quinn, You're trying to liberate your baby daddy. Yes, yes. I was like, Sally just said baby daddy. Yes, I am dead. <laughs> I love characters like Sally, yes. though. Sally, Charlie, Hollis, do it. Like, they get mm-hmm. those, like, really good one liners. That our serious characters don't always get to say. Yes. So that I mean, I love the way they used her in this episode too. She's oh, usually right. the one throwing yeah. shade and tea yes. and trying to take somebody down. And this time she was being a lover of liberty and mm-hmm. putting everything out there for us to hear, which was great. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Mm-hmm. Chills, chills, chills. I know. Chills, tears, all the feels. No, all of them. I'm not ready. No. I'm not either. I'm not. And talking no. to Tony just made me want like Ah, and also want to like cry at the same time. I know. <laughs> Guys, did you see that? Did you? Yeah. Please so great. rewind back and watch. <laughs> yes. And someone made a good point in chat. They were like, the, the finale's only an hour. Yes. It's only I an know. hour. I what was sure happening? it was going to be two hours. I was pretty confident it was going to be two hours. Which is technically like 45 minutes plus commercials, guys. Right. right. It's sad. <gasps> but what I'm happy about, since we're sad, I'll just throw out a happy moment. They're all coming together. It's part of my prediction. I think yes, last you week. did. Yeah, I said the the team is back together yeah. again. They're gonna band together. They're gonna walk in victory to defeat or to go to jail together <laughs> and have cells next to each other. Right, that was a cute line. It was I funny. Have cells next to each other, like Can't, like they're booking a hotel. <laughs> like for real, you think they're gonna keep the president in a cell with someone else? Doubt it. Oh Doubt my gosh. Well. Side note: I I'm also gonna just miss. Liv's fashion so much. She was killing it. Every look in these last two episodes, I've just been like mm-hmm. jaw drop. Carrie, you are doing it, girl. Let me just tell you. Yeah. Killing we'll it. Talk. Yes. Oh. Well, that's all we have for this week, guys. Um, tune in next week at 9 p.m. Pacific. Same place, same time. It'll be a really good one. We have... Some special, special guests. guests. We do. <laughs> they are um, some Going of your. Out with the bang. Yeah, we are some of your faves from seasons past. I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. Um, so be sure to join us next week to cry and laugh with us, yes. and yeah, feel all the feels of our last episode of Scandal. But until then, you guys can find me all over social media at Christine Bean Tessa. Where can they find you? You guys can find me all social media at Tessa underscore Saval. You can find me everywhere at Paris Rose with two R's. And you can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. Bye, guys. See you next Until week. Until next week. Our final goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 